0: welcome Welcome to to fight economy economy. here Here we we cover cover everything everything from from finance finance, economy economy, and how how it affects you you. please Please welcome welcome your host kyle talks Talks. thank you thank you you're too kind kyle from like forever ago thank you thank i had to pay that guy a lot of money to say those things about me so i appreciate it i appreciate it welcome guys this isn't kyle talks this is fight economy we've been talking about it and here it is let me give you a little breakdown before we jump right into it. So this welcome to our first episode of Economy Shorts, where we talk about everything from finance to economy and everything in between and how it affects you as a personal consumer, business owner, media influencer, everything like that. I'm so excited to be here and finally start this. Um, let me know guys like the intro. Let me know how we like it. So what this show is going to be about, everything for finance economy. Um, we're keeping our Kyle talk segments every Wednesday and Thursday. We're keeping those. Those are not changing. That's the main bread and butter of this podcast, but this is a separate series that I'm offering. For those of you who want to know more about what's going on in the world of finance and economics and how maybe you can benefit or prepare for the best or the worst. So this is its own thing. It's separate. Kyle's Hawks will continue, but I'm super excited to have you guys here today. And I have some show notes. So every show we're going to cover five big topics that happened this week. And some of those topics include what's possibly going to happen next week as well. So let's jump right into it. Let's jump right into it. So this week, if you listen to my Kyle Talks podcast, which we come out every Wednesday and Thursday, listen to those. We talked about Fed interest rates, what CPI is, how interest rates affect us. So this headline is very important. Let's jump into it. Fed interest rate hike this upcoming Wednesday, the busiest and what could be the most important week of the summer is coming up and the Federal Reserve is expected to deliver another three quarter point rate hike. What does that mean? Kyle, you just spoke like any other language but English to me right now. What does that mean? So let me remind you, inflation is you know we all know what inflation is, right? You're paying more money for stuff. So how do we get inflation to cool off? How do we make money? How do we make stuff not expensive? Well, the good people at the Federal Reserve, they help decide that for us. Yay. And so how they're going to try to reduce and curve inflation is increase the interest rate. So, okay, Kyle, they're trying to stop the interest rate so we don't pay a lot of money. How does that work? Well, you're very intuitive. How it works is they increase the interest rates on loans and debt in general. So what that means is money gets more expensive. If you didn't know, the U.S. economy is built on debt. That is how we create money. Money's not created when it's printed. Money's created out of thin air when you sign that loan for $20,000 to go to college, or when you sign that two hundred fifty k loan to own a house, that is where money is created. Money is not created physically. It's created from debt, and that is how the whole U.S. economy works. If you don't get anything from this show, you need to know this crucial fact, the U.S. economy runs on debt. We can have a conversation how moral that is later. So now that you know how debt is created and how the economy runs, So if you have to take out debt with an interest rate to buy a house or run your business, you're going to be less likely to when the interest rates are up. See where see where this is going? So this is how the Fed tries to curve inflation. They're noticing prices going high. Well, let's stop spending. The Fed doesn't want you to spend money. They want to slow down spending to bring inflation down. How do they do that? They increase the interest rates. Now, you think I said, you guys heard me say three quarter point rate height. That just means 75% of 1%. You get 0.75% of 1%. So just to let you in on some cool lingo we're going to get into right now so you can be super cool at your next family meeting, a basis point is 1 100th of, um, of a percent. So if they're increasing it by 75 basis points, that's three-fourths of a percent. Wow. You guys are educated now. When you go up to your next uh, family meeting or friend meeting, it's like, dude, I can't believe they raised interest by 75 basis points. That's crazy. You are, if you don't have a lady or a man or whatever, you're going to have one after you say that. You're going to look so smart and intelligent. It's not even funny, right? So now that is what's happening. That's why this headline is so important. Now, 75 basis points, we talked about what that means. 75 basis points is a lot historically you're you're raising it by a couple of basis points so having it go by three quarter points like three like that is a lot that is uh yeah that is a lot we're increasing inflation like they in the interest rate like crazy because the fed wants to slow down on spending they want to make money they want to make debt more expensive So the big businesses, mainly the big businesses and small people like you and me are like, oh, maybe I don't want to use my credit card or maybe I don't want to get this $10,000 car loan on like a 14 and a half interest rate, you know? So that is kind of the idea. That's important. So what the Fed usually does, they usually honor what they say. So more than likely, we're going to look about 75%, a 0.75% increase in, um, in our interest rates. So be on the lookout for that this Wednesday. Watch out for the headlines. Our next topic, earning season. It's a big time for major companies out there. So I'm, you remember, I'm using this podcast to teach you guys the lingo so you're smart and you know what to expect. Earning seasons, what is that? So every quarter, all major publicly traded companies have to release how they're doing financially for every quarter. So every three, every four months, you will see a, qu- a quarterly rep- earnings report from a major publicly invested company. Why that's important is because we kind of can kind of get the heartbeat of the U.S. economy based on their quarterly reports. Why is earnings season's big? That's why we kind of see how they're doing, how they're doing financially. Are they facing any hardships and what could that mean for the overall economy? Why this upcoming week is so important to earnings season is because we're, we're getting major companies like Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, and Google that those are huge, huge stocks and huge companies held by the US and they're releasing their quarterly earnings report this week. It's going to be a big week okay kyle they're releasing their earnings report we're gonna see the billions and millions of dollars that they made how does that affect me as a consumer and what does that tell me about the economy i'm so glad you asked right now i'm sure as you know we're facing high inflation within the united states right now at this moment and there's talks of a recession of companies failing of debt being too high of interest being too high that's why previously we talked about the fed taking these steps and that's why it's important to see how these companies are doing are they laying off people are Were they profitable this quarter? How how much did their supplies cost? Are supplies increases coming up? Did they have more people leave? Did they hire more people? How much inventory are they selling out of inventory? Are they not selling out of inventory? Are they cutting pay? How many people did they fire? How much money did they lose? Did they make payments on their debts and loans? All those things we need to know because if big businesses are starting to fail, we can see that trickle down to people like you and me regular people who just are participating in the economy also on the flip side we're talking macro big picture here folks on the other side if companies are doing great they're hiring more people they're selling out of their product they're making payments on their debt that they owe that would encourage a healthier economy because more people are spending they're hiring there's more money flowing so that's why we need to be on the lookout for earnings especially in this season um usually you can get away with not with not looking at quarterly earnings reports but i really recommend you keep an eye out this upcoming week to see how these companies are performing and based on the information that they give us whether it's bad or good can confirm we're we're heading towards a recession or it could say that the economy is actually rebuilding itself i know that's crazy to think from big companies but these big companies are like the foundations of the the world economy believe it or not so these quarterly earnings are important. We need to know how much money they made, lost, hired, who they fired, all that good stuff. So be on the lookout. This is crazy information. Next week, by Wednesday, almost half of the S and P 500 companies are reporting their earnings. What does that mean? The S and P 500 is the top 500 companies in the US and over 250 of those companies would have reported their quarterly earnings by Wednesday. All that means is we're getting a lot of economic data really quick this next week. So be on the lookout for that. Maybe Google Apple court second or early- second quarterly earnings report. That is a mouthful to say. Um, maybe by Wednesday, Google Amazon second quarterly earning report. See how they're doing. Educate yourself on some of the lingo. And we'll actually talk about that in our next episode of economy about what those things means and how it looks. So be on the lookout for earnings seasons. This is a huge heartbeat monitor for the overall economy and be on the lookout for that this upcoming week. Second quarter GDP results. This goes right in line with the earning seasons. Kyle, what does, you know what second quarter means? Cause there's four quarters in a year, but what is GDP? That's gross domestic product. All that is, is the final cost of all finished goods within the United States. So all the lumber, all the desks, keyboards, toys, um, adult toys, drinks, computers, desk beds. Every single product that is manufactured and made in the US, when it reaches its final sales point, how much of that do we have in our economy? Why that is important, because the GDP measures our productivity. Are we creating more? Are we not creating more? Do we have product that's just sitting around? Are consumers not buying? Are consumers not spending? Are manufacturers overproducing? Are manufacturers underproducing? These are key, especially since we're in a time of high inflation and a possible recession being talked about. Let me be clear. I'm also not saying there's a recession coming, but there are good economic data points that point us to that. So with all that stress our economy is going under right now, second quarter GDP results are crucial because it will give us a heartbeat in addition to the earning seasons of other companies. So what what how does this benefit us? What should we be looking for in the GDP results that are coming out, I believe, this Wednesday or Thursday? Be on the lookout. What does that mean about the overall economy? It just gives us an overall picture of how many goods we are producing and are we slowing down or are we speeding up? Also, that secondhand information of knowing if stuff is speeding up or slowing down lets us know if consumers are buying or not buying. So the Federal Reserve, who tries to slow down buying and slow down um, inflation, they'll be looking at things like this, like, okay, is the consumer spending more? Are they not spending more? Are people not buying as much desk or as much pencils as they used to? Is there a lot of products lying around in these manufacturers or consumers buying them? That's all we're looking for here, folks. We want to know that the GDP, the total product that we produce as Americans, are we buying it more? Are we not buying it more so be on the lookout for that that is very important to know especially where we're going for the rest of the year and this summer is coming up let's talk about people spending and producer price and decks so on this headline on this piece of news why you know people are actually still spending their money even though we are in a crazy inflationary period with talks of recession right now so retail sales including restaurants fun outside activities and gas have risen more than 1% this month as compared to previous what does that mean Kyle that means even in the face of inflation even in the face of a possible and i'm saying possible very loosely here i'm not trying to scare anyone very po- just loosely a possible recession people are still going out and spending their money that could be lead to a ton of different factors People are stuck inside for two years. They don't care. They don't give a hoot anymore. They just want to go out and spend and not worry about it because they've been stuck in the house for so long. People are feeling, what can we gain from that information? People are also feeling more confident in their spending, which is kind of weird. We kind of see a weird dichotomy of we're have high inflation of possible recessions, but people are still confident in spending money. Could that save us from high inflation? time will tell it's just interesting so keep that noted in your head we have a lot of these things stacked up against the us economy but you and me as consumers the consumers overall are saying nah we're gonna go spend some money we're good i'm making money i'm feeling confident very very interesting to note so keep that in mind be aware of that also the ppi which is the producer price index kyle what's that thank you for asking It just measures the average change in price U.S. producers receive for the sale of that product. So in layman terms, imagine you yourself are a manufacturer of pencils. You just finish making the pencils and then Costco comes and buys the pencils off of you. How much did they buy that off of you? How much did they buy the pencils off of you? Not how much did the consumer buy the pencils for? So it's a little different. It kind of gives us like how much producers are paying and how much. Um retailers are paying for this thing Rose by eleven point three percent so you get what I'm saying you're paying eleven point three percent retailers buying your pencils off of you. They're paying eleven point three percent more for that product. Does that surprise you it It shouldn't because we know inflation is high right now, so the cost of goods is crazy expensive. they're crazier expensive, correct so the inflation right now is 9.1%. That's our current inflation that we're at. So if you bought something for $50 last year, this year, it's going to cost you 55, almost 10% increase. That's inflation, correct? So we sh- those numbers are very much in line with the PPI, producer price index. They're paying 11.3% more for that good before they sell it to you. And do you see where it's getting? Do you, do you, are you kind of putting the dots together? They're paying 11.3% more for that product. So they're selling it to you for 9.1% more because of inflation. Are you guys starting to put the pieces together here? You see what's going on? You put an A and B together and looking at C. You guys getting it? Hey guys, that is it for today's episode. Let me give you a lee crap. We talked about Fed interest rate hikes coming up. We talked about earning seasons and why that's important. We talked about our second quarterly GDP results. And we talked about consumers still spending but the producer price index keeps rising. There's some weird stuff going on there. Let's keep an eye on that. There's a big week upcoming this week for economics and finance. Pay attention. Take some notes, guys. Write down some observations that you've seen. Um, and next week, we'll come back together. We'll put our notes. We'll talk about some of this data that came out. And we'll talk about how it affects the overall market and how it continues to affect us. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of My Economy. If you've learned anything, share it tag kyle the horton on it um share it tag let's have a great time let's be better and better and better and better with our finances everyone we can all win we can all do it together i'll talk to you guys in the next episode of kyle talks and next week in ficonomy i love you guys you guys are awesome peace